This is the Tao of Christ, and I'm Marshall Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which church historian Evelyn Underhill called the Unit of Life, and which Richard Rohr calls the Universal Christ, and which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. This is the Tao of Christ. This is Marshall Davis. This is another episode on the non-dual teachings of Jesus. This one is about a couple of stories that Jesus told about finding treasure. The Kingdom of God, also called unitive awareness or non-dual awareness, is like a treasure that is discovered. That's the way that Jesus described it in his parables. Some people search for treasure. For them, life is like a treasure hunt. Others simply stumble across the kingdom of God. Jesus told two stories that communicated both sides of this spiritual coin. In one story, Jesus said that the kingdom of heaven is like buried treasure that is accidentally discovered in the midst of ordinary life. Now, in the land of Palestine in his day, it was not uncommon for people to come across buried treasure. The land of Israel had been conquered many times by empires over the centuries, and when foreign armies were approaching, it was customary for people to bury their valuables on their property before the army arrived or before they had to flee from their homes. and. Of course, they hoped to return and recover their valuables later when it was safe, but many times the people never returned. They were killed or they were taken into captivity and the treasure remained buried. Years later, some new owner of the property would be out plowing a field or rebuilding a stone wall or digging in the ground to plant a olive tree when they would come upon some treasure, often buried in an earthen jar. In fact, the, the Dead Sea Scrolls were hidden for 2,000 years in earthen jars in the caves near the Dead Sea. Members of the Qumran community had placed them there when the Roman armies were approaching, and then the community was wiped out, and the existence and the whereabouts of these scrolls uh, were lost until a shepherd boy accidentally came across them in 1947. That's what happened to the farmer in Jesus' story. He was a, a sharecropper, it seemed, plowing a field when his plow unearthed some buried treasure. He quickly covered it back up and sold all that he had to buy the field, and then the treasure was legally his. This man was not treasure hunting in the countryside that day with a metal detector. He was not looking for treasure, but he found it nonetheless. And that is how some people discover the kingdom of God. They're not looking for it. They just happen to be in the right place at the right time when someone's talking about it and it just clicked. Or maybe there was no teaching at all. One day they just woke up and they saw the kingdom of God that had been right there before their eyes all the time. The key truth in stories like this 
is that the kingdom is here, right beneath our feet. The Apostle Paul quotes Deuteronomy as saying, it's not up in heaven that you have to ascend to get it. It's not down in an abyss that we have to descend to the depths to reach it. It's right here in our hearts. The kingdom of God is here now within us, all around us, Jesus said. Muhammad said, it's closer than our juggler vein. It's closer than we are to ourselves. Therefore, there's no need to search far and wide. We are already saved, already liberated, already awake, already enlightened, already at peace, already free from suffering and guilt. The kingdom of God is here. The treasure we seek is in our pocket, as one oft-repeated story goes. Now, the tale has different forms, and one, a pickpocket, discovers that the diamond he has been trying to, to steal has been hidden by the owner in the pickpocket's own pocket, where he never thought to look. In another version of the story, a homeless man lives a life of poverty and deprivation without realizing that all the time a benefactor had sewn a priceless jewel into the seam of his pants that he had been wearing this whole time. There are stories like this that we read in the news on occasion. A family had a priceless painting kicking about in the attic and didn't know the value of it. A man buys a painting at Salvation Army, which is ironic, and hangs it on his wall only to discover later that it's a priceless masterpiece. In fact, just this year there's a couple of stories like that in the news. that happened actually in museums. In one case there was an original Rembrandt that was hanging on the wall of a museum, long thought to simply be a knockoff but it was found to be the real thing. All that time it had been hidden in plain sight. Stories like this capture our imagination because we sense this is also true of our lives. What spiritual seekers search for is hidden in plain sight. So obvious that people miss it and overlook it. The God people desire to know face-to-face -face is closer than our own face. The joy and peace that people desire is resting right beneath the surface of our emotions, so close we don't notice. To go in search of it is like trying to travel to where we already are. More than once I have been stopped by people driving through our small town here in the mountains of New Hampshire, and I'm asked how to get to our town. I simply say, you are here. It's the same thing I say to spiritual seekers. You are here. And yet people keep searching for what is already here. And that is alright too. If we don't see it, then of course we keep looking. Jesus told a story for seekers also. He said the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant who is searching for fine pearls. And one day he's in the marketplace and he comes upon a pearl of great price, the most valuable pearl in the world. So he goes home and he sells everything that he has, his home, his property, everything, 
and he buys that pearl. Now Jesus' point here is that searching is fine, but we have to be all in. A lot of people, like the rich young ruler, for example, was not all in. He was not willing to sell all that he had to follow Jesus. If we're not all in, we will never find it. If we are not willing to give up our own lives, we cannot save our lives. But if we are willing, then we find Jesus encouraged spiritual seeking. He said, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. And the Greek tense here indicates that it is best translated, keep on asking. Keep on seeking. Keep on knocking. Some people are spiritual seekers. And the search consumes their lives. They go from religion to religion. Teacher to teacher. Reading book after book. Listening to videos and podcasts and going on retreats, hoping to find they engage in spiritual exercises and practices for years, hoping that these will somehow lead to finding. And all that is all right. Spiritual seekers must seek until the searching ends. Among some spiritual teachers, it's popular to downplay or even disparage this seeking. It is often said that there is nothing that one can do to find, to be awakened, to be enlightened in Christian circles. It's likewise said there's nothing that you can do to be saved. It's all a matter of grace. And this all is true. And yet, people search. We can't help it. And it seems that many of those who find often have gone through a period of searching. As one teacher says, enlightenment may be an accident. If that is true, then spiritual practice makes us accident prone. Jesus told stories about persistent seekers who found what they were looking for. Once about a man who kept keeps banging on the door of a friend of his at midnight, asking for bread so that he could serve it to another friend who had come to visit him. It was extremely important in that culture to show hospitality. For that reason, he kept knocking on the door of his other friend there, even though everyone in the house was already in bed. The man in the house got up and gave him the bread. You know, you could read Bread of Life here because he was so persistent. He told another story of a persistent widow who would not stop asking for justice from an unjust judge. Jesus said that the judge eventually gave the woman what she wanted, not because he was good or just, but because the woman wore him down with her persistence. It is clear that Jesus taught the importance of persistence in the spiritual life. For that matter, I think the Buddha taught the same thing. I think that's the point of his Eightfold Path. Either way, seeking or not, the truth is the same. In the end, we see that the searching is not what did it. There's nothing we can do to become what we already are. 
and to get what we already have. Now, I don't want to sound cryptic here, but what we are looking for is already present. So, we want peace. It's already here, right underneath all the searching and all the yearning. We want enlightenment. It's already present. It's always here, hidden in plain sight. We want eternal life. It's here. So Jesus said, the kingdom of God is at hand. Searching is the process that many people go through to realize that searching is unnecessary. We ask and knock and seek until we can ask and seek no longer. At some point, we come to the end of the search and realize that we are where we started and have always had what we searched for. The price for this pearl of great price is ourself. When we give it all up, all is gained. That's why the people on these two parables sold all that they had in exchange for the treasure. When we lose everything, we gain everything. When we give our lives our souls, ourselves, then we find our true lives, our true selves. This is the price of finding the hidden treasure, the kingdom of God. That is it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ. Thank you.